you shut up, Frank? Everybody in this nut house, shut up. We're a little late, folks, so good night from Name That Tune. Check a Rooney in a banana. You know, I look for that thing till four in the morning. It was behind your sinker. Oh, I didn't put it there on purpose, sir. Don't sit down, don't sit down. What, 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 what? You didn't even shave. It's not a school day. Hey, MASH fans. Time for another episode of our MASH 4077 podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Kenny. And joining me as usual are my good pals, Al. Hi there, everybody. And Simon. Gentlemen. Today we're discussing the final episodes of Season 3. It's Episode 24, I'll Be Seeing You, Henry. It's the 72nd episode overall, directed by Larry Gelbart, written by Everett Greenbaum and Jim Fritzel. Original air date was March 18, 1975, and the production code is B324. Da, 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 da. Avalon. Wrong. In a little Spanish town. Right. Please, I'm right in the middle of a stomach. Try this one. On Wisconsin. No, no, no. That was O Shepherd, Guide Thy Flock. Oh, I should have guessed that. I've danced to that a thousand times. Shut up, will you? Shut up, shut up! You shut up, Frank! Everybody in this nut house, shut up! We're a little late, folks, so good night from Name That Tune. Now, this, being one of my favorite episodes, has a really interesting plot. Lieutenant Colonel Henry Blank has finally received his discharge papers. Yay! He's wildly looking forward to going home to his family, while Frank is eagerly anticipating taking control of the 407th 7th. Now, Hawkeye and Trapper arrange a fond farewell party for Henry... And a friend of Trapper's makes Henry a suave black and white striped suit, much like the one Med's wearing right now. After saying goodbye to all his friends, Henry boards his chopper and heads happily home. It seemed like smooth sailing from there on out, until Radar receives some terrible news. In the plot twist that shocked the nation, Radar announces that Henry has been killed when his plane was shot down over the Sea of Japan, and we all wept. Colonel? Yo! Do you know what I found in this morning's mail? Uh, now that's a tough one. Now hum a few bars, will you, Radar? <laughs> You're going home. I'm going home? You got all your points. They're discharging you. Discharged? To Tokyo, San Francisco, then home. I'm going home. I'm discharged. I'm going... I'm going home. Henry, that's terrific. Henry, congratulations. That's terrific. That's wonderful, sir. Terrific. There. Give me some All together now. Oh, shepherd, God, Wisconsin, fight right through that line. And uh, guest stars in this episode, well, Jamie Farr returns, of course, as usual, as Corporal Maxwell Q. Klinger. We have William Christopher reprising his role as Father Francis Mulcahy. And Gwen Farrell stars as Nurse Gwen. And uh, Jeff Maxwell, of course, returns as Igor Shuminsky. Oh, look, Meds, I got this one. Kelly Nakahara is Lieutenant Kelly Yamato. Hey. He actually did it right. <laughs> <laughs> you got to been practicing. Miracles do happen, yes. Yeah. Going home. I can't believe it. 
going home. Wow. <laughs> you sure you don't want to drink radar? No, sir. It makes my eyes turn red and I fall down. It's kind of nice to lie down with red eyes. Yeah. Oh, uh, you wanted to make that phone call for your wife. Oh, right, 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 right. Now, uh, let's see, radar. Uh, we're a day ahead plus 14 hours, right? Uh, no, sir. The states are a day ahead plus 14 hours. Well, then it's yesterday in Bloomington. Yes, sir. Well, then I should have called her yesterday. Well, you didn't even know about it then. Why can't everybody be on the same time? Because the Earth is round and keeps rotating all the time. Oh, I thought it was just an army thing. Let's see, in Bloomington, it's 1 o'clock Wednesday afternoon right now, sir. 1 o'clock? Yes, sir. Lorraine's not home. Maybe she just went to the store or something. No, no, every Wednesday she gets together with Ella, B, Marie, and Olive. They go out Route 26 to the old red barn for lunch. They have two daiquiris, a watercress sandwich, and then Olive tells all about her hysterectomy. <laughs> Every Wednesday, sir? It's a club. Oh. How long do they usually stay? Oh, a couple hours. Then they kill an hour on the way back, feeling yarn at the knit shop. Well, then why don't you call uh, Mrs. Blake around 4 o'clock in the afternoon? No, no, no. Olive usually gets car sick. Uh, better make it 4.30. Uh, just to be on the safe side, we'll make it 5. No. Andrew has a trombone lesson at 5. He's learning to play Ravel's Bolero. I won't be able to hear a thing. 5.30? 5.30. Okay. 5.30. 5.30. Radar, the rain and the kids are going to die. Yeah. You know, the first night I'm home, after we uh, put the kiddos to bed, Lorraine and I are going upstairs to our room. That woman has the most fantastic body in downstate Illinois. 36, 24, 34, with skin like alabaster. Clear, soft, smooth, and warm. And she wears those little, short, flimsy nighties. I think I will have that drink, sir. All right, so let's go ahead and discuss this episode. Al, why don't you start us off? Oh, this is one of my favorite episodes of all time. I... I mean, despite what it represented, you know, and despite the kind of shock that we saw at the end, I really did think this is this is a great episode. This is one of my very favorite episodes. Mm -hmm. Some of the funny things that I, I loved was Radar. Okay, now Radar is talking to Henry about calling home. And he says that the states are one day and 14 hours ahead. But then Henry says, so it's yesterday there. And Radar agrees. And yeah. nobody catches that. I thought that was yeah. great. <laughs> I was actually looking at my time because I, I can I can relate because that's how it is when we record with, you know, with Meds. Because isn't it like last month over there right now, Meds? Or is it next month? Uh, yeah, neither enough, Al. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> H.G. Wells, he's not lost on you, is it? <laughs> not at all. Yeah. Uh, Frank and Margaret getting excited about Frank taking over command. Finally. Finally, you're going to command this outfit. Everything's happening so fast. Ah, discipline, adherence to regulations, a taut ship. I love tautness. To command is your destiny. <laughs> ah. uh, so here's something for you. Now, Hot Lips and Frank are sticklers for the rules, right? They want to bring law and order to the, to the camp. Mm -hmm. But then she puts the colonel insignia on Frank's shirt. So... In essence, he's impersonating a higher-ranking officer, which is against the regulations. 
right? Yeah, but when do they ever follow regulations? That's true. I mean, they want they want everyone else to, but they won't. Right. Do as I say, not as I do. Yes. Yes. Very much. I loved the scene between Henry and Radar uh, as they're clean cleaning Mm. out Henry's office. Um, Sir, you. Um, there's something I'd like to tell you. Well, uh, you've got exactly 34 hours to tell me. Yeah. Well, uh, I just want to say that I'm really going to miss you. Um, you know, my own father didn't have me till he was 63. And, uh, the first time we played peekaboo together, he had a stroke. Um. Look, Power Radar, don't get gushy, okay? You know how I am. Oh, yeah. Well, um, anyway, I made something for you. You know how you're always losing your keys? Yeah. Well, this is a keychain and the cartridge is a fob. Well, hey, Radar, this is terrific. Thank you. It's inscribed in writing. Oh. Oh. Um, to Colonel H.B. from Corp. O.R., Korea, 1952. Hey, you know, the workmanship on this is beautiful. It's a Winchester. Well, thanks, Radar. Yeah. I thought it was very touching. And, of course, they laced it with, with just the right amount of comedy. It was just – it was perfect because yeah. just as you start feeling those, you know, strings in your heart getting tugged, they slap some comedy in there and you just – you know, it's great. And yeah. Radar drunk. Oh, Radar at, – at the, at the going away party, Radar's drunk scene was great. Henry's yeah. speech – and then he goes, speaking of the tree, speaking of trees, I'm really going to miss you guys. Speaking of trees, you know, I'm really going to miss you guys. I mean that. I'm really going to miss you guys. I wish we could all go home together. <laughs> I <quite> understand that. <laughs> uh, and then when they uh, ceremoniously tore Hen- uh, Henry's shirt, mm-hmm. well, it was awesome. They, they, they looked like they were having such a good time. I just, I thought it yes. was great. Yes. Yeah. And then... At the end, the the goodbye scene between Henry and everybody, I thought Mm -hmm. that really looked genuine. I mean, it really looked like, you know, he was saying goodbye to his co-stars for real. Yes. It just, it got to me. And then, you know, Radar and Henry's goodbye. Yeah. Who didn't tear up? I was just like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. Every time. Yeah. Every time. And then, and then, like we said, you know, the shocker at the end, you know, I remember watching that for the first time, you know. Uh, years and years ago, it was just like a kick in the uh, man berries. Well, at the time, you know, boy berries. But um, <laughs> <laughs> even Hot Lips and Frank were tearing up. You could tell. It was just, mm-hmm. yeah. And we have yeah. some really cool information about that later on. We do. Yes. How about you, uh, Simon? Yeah, no, I, I, exactly the same as all. I loved it. I mean, my, my notes here just simply say, say as it is, fella. Um, because uh, <laughs> I think it's, one these, uh, it's, it's one of these episodes that, that do stay in your in your mind really mm-hmm. you know? uh, there's a several episodes like that and mash um cave is one of them for me uh, and this is the other one and it's it's so well done everything about it is it's so well wrote it's so well acted um again i'll i totally agree with you as well but i mean i think gary Berghoff steals the show on this one too oh, yeah. i think he's he's acting in it is he's not you know all the way through it is brilliant i mean mm-hmm. he's helping impact the, the, the bit that always gets me, I, mean, I don't tear up because that's because I'm English. We don't do that kind of thing. I mean, we, just have another, we just have another cup of tea when it comes to it. But, you know, the bit where he's, he's, he's standing there saluting him as he's, he's looking at the helicopter. He's beautiful. And it's, there's yeah. no, you know, you don't have to say anything. It's just his look. He's, you know, yep. and he's, he's, he sees him as a father figure and, and, and off he goes. And then, of course, 
when he comes in to break the news. I mean, there's, we, we've got some in behind the scenes uh, information about that, and I'll, I'll interject after. I think Al reads it. I'll interject mm-hmm. after that for what, what I think of that because I don't want to ruin it. But I, I think that was was just amazing. And, and again, um, sorry to just keep copying you, Al, but I remember seeing it as well when I saw it for the first time, just sitting there thinking, you know, it reminded me so much of, um, there's a Doctor Who episode called Earthshock, in which um, the Doctor's companion is a fifth Doctor by Peter Davis, and his companion dies. Yeah. Never, ha- never happened before, and it actually ends with no title music. Either there's, there's, the titles just come up. And I remember sitting there being shocked when I first saw that, which was in 1982, or, or, uh, yeah, about 1981, 82. And so I would have seen, you know, this, about the same time because obviously I was you know younger than you two uh, pensioners um, <laughs> and, but yeah I mean what a what a beautiful episode and again I think this is what sums up MASH so well you know there's yeah. comedy elements all the way through it yeah. you're not seeing it and you know yeah. and then it gives you that, that kick a little bit later on and you think oh wow what a what a, what a season finale you know yeah. Be- yeah. beautiful you're yeah. making me cry again man come on <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have to go blow my nose <laughs> <laughs> I I totally agree with you guys. I mean, I can just reiterate everything. I have like notes here, but uh, (laughs) I mean, for me, it was a hard episode to watch just because I knew what was going to happen and watching him celebrate and be so happy. And and he's finally free and he's going home. and He's going to be with his wife and his kids. And, you know, he dies at the end. Oh, what's sorry to jump in, Kelly, but when he talks to his little on the the phone, Janie Poo, it's daddy. Nom, 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 nom. I'm eating you up. Sir, there isn't too much time. Leave him alone, he's eating. Oh, oh my yeah. God. Oh, geez, it's yeah. heartbreaking because I know he's not going to make it, you know, <laughs> and it's so, so it's, it's, it was sh- shocking the first time because I do remember being younger and watching it the first time and it was shocking. But watching it now is even harder because I anticipate, I know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So it makes all those sweeter moments a lot harder to watch. Right, right. Because I know this is the last time he's doing this. This is the last time he's talking to his wife. The last yeah. time he's talking to his kid. You it's know, a bit, It's a bit like when you... Have you ever seen the film, um, the this documentary film Senna, about Ayrton Senna, the uh-uh. and driver? No? no. It's really worth watching. Well, unfortunately, Senna was, was killed um, uh, in, a, in a, a during a race um, near enough instantly. And this documentary film, is, it's beautiful. It's so well shot. Mm-hmm. Loads of it in Brazil because it's Brazilian. Um, but the trouble is, is that, you know, you see him with his family and he's such a fantastic racing driver and he's he's uh he's competitive against um plus but the trouble is is that you know yeah that you know where it's going to end you know that he dies you know that yeah. he, he he's driving at something like 220 miles an hour and slams into a concrete wall yeah and you know and and you all the way through and you it's but you you, you think it's like, i wish i could enjoy this more but you know you can't because you know what's going to happen and yeah and this is what mm-hmm. happens here it's know? hard it's very yeah that was like number one on my top of my notes was i just i had a hard time watching this yeah and i do i do every time but i love it so much that i do watch it even though i know you know, all the sadness. My other question was, why does Frank think he's going to take command? <laughs> it's that sense of entitlement. Uh, I mean, yes, he's second in command, but if Henry's leaving, I, I mean, you're a military guy, Al. Do mm-hmm. Would they bump up the second in command or do no, they bring the new commander? No, usually they would bring somebody in. Yeah, that's uh, what I unless, would think. Unless he, was, unless he was on the verge of, you know, becoming. Right, right. If he was an outstanding second in command and, and uh, you know, was always receiving uh, favorable um reports and everything then sure they would yeah i mean it, it wasn't it wasn't out of the ordinary it's not out of the ordinary to have have the second in command uh run the outfit temporarily, temporarily but yeah. it's always understood that it's just temporarily okay because i mean it didn't come off that way obviously no and he sounded like oh we're gonna you know 
turn this camp around and we're going to make it all military. And mm-hmm. I just thought it was kind of weird. I just yeah. wasn't sure if that's how it normally would go. No, but I think um, that goes – I think that speaks a lot to the fact, you know, that that uh, Frank and, and Margaret are, are delusional and they yes. always were. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, you guys covered the Radar and Henry scenes. Very touching. And like you said, just enough, you know, you you get the little – Tears start to come out, and then all of a sudden he says, "It's a, you know, it's a, it's not a oral." This was my father's. Oh, it's yours. For keeps? Sure. Oh wow! Oh, gee, what a beautiful thermometer! It isn't oral, is it? No. Yeah. Uh, so, like, yeah. so you get that little you get that little joke and you laugh a little bit, so it kind of lightens the mood. Yeah. Uh, really like that. Loved the whole dinner scene, as Al mentioned. Mm-hmm. Hilarious. Every single one of them blitzed out of their mind is hilarious. Radar. McLean Stephen always does a at least I think he always does a I great drunk scene. Um loved everything about that whole scene. Goodbye scene made me tear up, but but like we said, it always makes me tear up whenever he says his final goodbye. And then um, I love the retrospective at the end mm-hmm. with all the great scenes of Henry, you know, um, and that really was that was really, really cool as well. But, yeah, I mean, overall, it's definitely in my top 10 of all oh, time yeah. favorite mash episodes. And it's something I can watch over and over, even though it is very difficult to watch. But, oh, yeah. um, but then again, you know what? I love me some Potter. <laughs> so, you know, unfortunately he had to die, but I am thankful that he did or leave the sh- you know, left the show because yeah. I wouldn't have gotten Colonel Potter, who is yeah. by far my favorite character on MASH. So, but you know, but yeah, it was a very 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 good episode. Yeah. Now that's delicious. Mm-hmm. What is that? Sea snails. Sea snails by the Snee Shore. <laughs> <laughs> Oopsie. All gone. I'll get, mm. I'll, get, I'll get some more. Guys, saw more booze? What is it? I didn't have that. What more booze? Sure you did. You got a whole plate full. Look at it. Oh, here she comes. Six bucks tax included. I got it. I got it. I got it. No, I got my it. party. I got it. I tell you what, we'll flip. Tell you, you lose. There you go, Mama Sam. Thank you. Now just keep everything coming. Come you know? Sammy does. Hey, now listen, guys, guys, you cannot pay for any more booze. I'm the one that's going home. Henry, we're giving you this party. Mm. You know why? Because I'm going home. Wrong. Because you're one hell of a human being. One hell of a human being. I got it. Mm. No, we're past that part. Now we're up to one hell of a human being. (laughs) I'll tell you who's one hell of a human being. Mm. Uh You guys are one hell of a human being. That's what you got. I'll drink to that. That's all. I'll drink to that. There we go. Um. Mm. How you doing, Henry? I gotta go to the toilet. how I'm doing. <laughs> but can I find it is what I don't know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You go out the back door, hmm? you come to a big tree. Hmm? You pass the big tree, you go to a second tree. The toity is the third tree. The third tree is the toity. 
It's a tiny tree. <laughs> Thank God for Joyce Kilmer. <laughs> uh -huh. Hey, um, speaking of trees, mm. you know, I'm really going to miss you guys. I mean that. I'm really going to miss you guys. I wish we could all go home together. Henry, mm -hmm. we had a lot of laughs together. <laughs> what, 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 what? You remember that time that Father Mulcahy caught you in your tent with that lady war correspondent? <laughs> <laughs> You said you were giving an interview on the importance of clean underwear. I can't wait. Which tree is it? Number one is for number two. Right. And number three is for number one. Number four is the ladies' tree. Don't go there. <laughs> okay, excuse me. <laughs> oh, that's a birdie. Oh. There we go. Cool, let's go ahead and move on to our behind the scenes. I think Al's going to start us off. Yes, I am. This is the final episode for McLean Stevenson and Wayne Rogers. After this, no more. Yeah. But we do hear Wayney. Yes, that's, that's, yeah. You're right. Do we? Mm hmm. When? You'll see. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> That's well, called a cliffhanger. <laughs> uh, Wayne Rogers decided to leave the show because he felt that Trapper John had become more of a psychic to Alan Alder's Hawkeye than the equals they were supposed to be. Uh, 20th Century Fox sued Rogers, but its case collapsed and it transpired that he'd never signed his contract. Uh, the reason Rogers cited for this was an uh, archic morals clause which he wouldn't accept unless the studio signed one for him. In turn, uh, that's uh, that's quite interesting. Well done for him. I don't know what he was thinking because I know that when he, when he first signed on to to Mash, um, they were the two characters were you know equal. Uh, yeah. Like in the in the movie, of course, Trapper John is the focus more than more than Hawkeye. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, you, this is what happens when TV programs move mm -hmm. on. You know, it's like it's every every TV program always has a slightly dominant character. I think probably the only um, TV. Uh, show that had an ensemble cast that didn't have a dominant one. Uh, I think it was probably Friends, and that's because I was just going to say that. Uh, yeah, they, they each negotiated a, a contract which stipulated they needed to have had round about the same amount of lines in uh, in each yeah. episode. Yeah, yeah, that must have been a pain for the writers. But fair play to them for sticking together. Yeah, again, I am glad when Rogers was part of the series, but BJ Honeycutt is. I like him better. I like his interaction better. Yeah, so, was, you know, I'm, I'm with you. I mean, I'm. I know Al's. The uh, yeah, the original well, cast, and you and I are yeah. more the newer yeah. cast. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like BJ. It, it, it he, I liked him in a different way. You know, I mean, mm. he's. We could talk about it. You know, when he yeah, finally when does make it to the, the show. But, yeah, yeah. The title uses the word "I'll be seeing you" as a comic corruption of the phrase "I'll be seeing you." Very cool. And yeah. in this episode, "I'll be seeing you, Henry." Henry's death was kept a surprise from the cast until the rest of the episode had been filmed. The cast members, except for Alan Alda, did not see the final page of the script with Blake's death until they were on the set shortly before the sh uh, scene was shot. Now, a technical mistake required a second take to be filmed, and in that take, one of the cast dropped a surgical instrument on the floor, banging loudly as it hit. This mistake was left in since it so well fit the scene. McLean Stevenson was on the set as the scene was shot and left almost immediately afterward. A catered wrap party had been prepared, but after filming was finished, 
nobody felt like celebrating, and they simply went home. Yeah, I love that you get these genuine, you know, genuine reaction right. to Henry's death. Yeah, I'd love to have seen that original take. Yeah, because you know, it means I didn't know until yeah. uh, you know Radar announces it. Um, yeah, so it would have been a lot more more real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, they may have played it up a little bit more yeah. now that they knew, you know. But you're right; it would have been more of a shock. I don't know mm-hmm. if we would have seen tears, and you know, because like you said, Margaret is actual crying. Yeah. At the news, you know, and you hear sniffling, and I love the fact that they left that because you hear that clank of that oh yeah, oh, yeah. tool hitting the ground, you know. And I thought I never knew it was a mistake. I just assumed someone was shocked and dropped the instrument, yeah. you know. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I knew it was a mistake, but I, I'm so glad they left it in because it was it does sort of like make you jump a little bit and, and, and yeah. back into reality, and it almost it almost makes them jump back into their their work yes. of being doctors because yep. you see all you know Hawkeye and Trap look at each other. Well, I don't even look at each other. I think Hawk just looks up and mm-hmm. he looks back down into his you know. And it, that reminds me a little bit of when when Maydar leaves and he, he just looks up and yeah. he just carries on, you know, because he can't. Yeah. Um, after the news of Colonel Blake's death shocked the world the very next night on the Cavill Burnett show, uh, the opening shot was of uh, Henry Blake in a smoking graft waving his arms, hollering, I'm okay, I'm okay. <laughs> I love that. Uh, I, wonder who, I wonder, I mean, it's got Henry Blake there in, in um, uh, conversation marks. So I wonder if that was somebody pretending to play him or if it was McLean No, it, it was McLean Stevens. It was, yeah. was McLean Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Can you yeah. see? Is that anywhere to see? Uh, I'll just see if I can find it somewhere. It's probably on YouTube on, somewhere. Yeah, I'll post it on the yeah. Facebook page. Oh, please, yeah. That'd find be it. That'd be cool. Yeah. 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 All right, well, when Henry Blake died in the end of Albacenia Henry, the show writers and producers were bombarded with hate mail and letters <laughs> of protest. Some people wrote letters saying that Henry Blake is alive and well in their city. The point producers and writers were trying to make was that all soldiers, when they were discharged, did not necessarily return home safely when their tour of duty was over. Yeah. It's a very poignant point. I mean, it yes, it, it, as they say, not everyone made it. Even when they were done, they still had to get out of the country. Yeah. Well, even, even even when they came home, even for that safety. Well, home, yes. Not, not necessarily in the right frame of mind. Let's, let's That's true, know. too. Yeah. That's true. That's right. Now, Henry is being discharged because he has earned enough points. But in reality, the Army stopped using the point system after World War II, and doctors were never rotated according to the points. Hmm. That's a shame. <laughs> it is. <laughs> uh, Mash received an Emmy nomination for Outstanding Comedy Series at the 1975 Emmy Awards. In addition, Alan Alden received an Emmy's nomination for Outstanding Lead Actor in a Comedy Series. Also, Gary Berghoff and McLean Stevenson received a nomination for Outstanding Supporting Actor in a Comedy Series. And Loretta Sweet received a nomination for Outstanding Supporting Actress in a Comedy Series. Well That's deserved. awesome. Yeah, so they were all nominated. No, no one actually won the the award. No, but boy, in about a year's time, oh I yeah, think they, <laughs> they dominate the. Yeah. you look at you know you look at the awards list. And it's literally yeah. every Emmy year. It's a, it's a winner. It's awesome. Oh my gosh, Henry, you okay? Oh, fine, but a lot of bark came off all number three. <laughs> <laughs> Don't sit down, don't sit down. What, 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 what? what? Tension! We're drumming you out of the military. Hot dog! Right on. Cue the band. Lieutenant Colonel Henry Blake. Yo. By virtue of the power of the authority vested in me. Mm-hmm. By Rosie's Bar and Grill and Pro Station. Mm-hmm. 
and in the presence of those present who have faithfully served under your barely distinguishable command, mm -hmm. I hereby disrupt you of all military rank. Okay. Captain McIntyre, would you do the dishonors, please? From this day henceforth, you will be known as Mr. Dr. Henry Blake. <laughs> 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 and now, here's a box. A box. <laughs> I got a box. Don't open it now. What, 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 what? Harry, it's civvies. We had a whole thing, had it made for you, Dennis. So, the tie is silk, handmade by a worm. Oh, guys, 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 guys. Radar, kill the band. Take five. All right, let's move on to our trivia. And I think Meds has this one. I do indeed. Uh, in the season three episode, A Full Rich Day, what country's national anthem is played over the PA in honor of a soldier who they think is dead, prompting the very much alive soldier to get out of his bed and salute? You can send your answers to mash4077podcast at gmail.com. Take it easy, will you, Frank? It's all set. You're in charge of the store now. And uh, stuff that whistle someplace? Uh, does the colonel wish to review his troops? No, I just want to say goodbye. Oh, okay. Uh, your chopper's about ten miles out, sir. Thanks, Radar. So long, Hawk. I'm afraid just a handshake won't do it, Henry. Trap, thanks for the outfit. It's really dressy. Henry, that, uh, that suit is really you. If you're Adolf Marshall. Gwen? You old sky pilot, you. Bless you, Henry Blake. Your work here will never be forgotten. Thank you, Father. Jennifer? Clear that outfit might just get you that Section 8. I made it just for this occasion, sir. I was in such a big hurry, didn't get the back zipped. I'll do it. Up, sir. There you go, soldier. Sir, I have a picture of me. Would you carry it in your wallet? Your pink evening gown. I knew it was your favorite, sir. Two minutes to your chopper, sir. Oh, thanks, Reader. Welcome. Well, uh, so long, everybody. So long and uh, good luck. Henry. Huh? Oh, you think I should? Why not? Yeah. Why not? Frank. 
right, you can find MASH 4077 all over the internet. You can find us at Facebook, www.facebook.com slash MASH 4077 podcast. And you can follow us on Twitter at MASH 4077 podcast. And you can follow me at Hawkeye Mids. You can find me, Kenny, at Geeky Fanboy. I am at Tales Podcast. And we have a website, and you can find that at www.mash4077podcast.com. We have a blog. You can find that at www.mash4077podcast.blogspot.com. And if you ever find yourself wanting to give us an email, you can send those to mash4077podcast at gmail.com. Why not come along and spend some of your hard-earned money at our MASH online store? And that's at www.zazzle.com slash mash4077podcast. And you can hear the MASH 4077 podcast on Stitcher Smart Radio. Stitcher allows you to listen to your favorite shows directly from your smart devices, on demand and on the go. Don't have Stitcher? Download it for free today at stitcher.com or in your app store and search for MASH 4077 Podcast. All right, so I think this is definitely three thumbs up. This is probably one of our highest episodes we've ever, mm-hmm. all three of us enjoyed yeah, immensely. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Well, I am Kenny. I'm Simon. And I'm Folly La La La. And I'll be seeing you, Henry. I have a message. <sighs> Lieutenant Colonel Henry Blake's plane. was shot down over the Sea of Japan. It spun in. There were no survivors. My name is Al. And I'm Joyce. And we're, we're huge, huge Disneyland, Disneyland fans. fans. In fact, we love the Disneyland Resort so much, we host a podcast dedicated to the happiest place on earth to share that passion with others. That's right. On our show, Tales from the Mouse House Disneyland Podcast, we share current resort news, some tips and tricks we've learned over the years to help make your Disneyland Resort vacation the most magical experience ever. We uncover little-known and often-overlooked gems we like to call hidden treasures and even review the attractions and places to eat that make the Disneyland Resort so much fun. And if that wasn't enough, we even share some video episodes to help keep you in that Disney magic state of mind. If you're a longtime fan of the Disneyland Resort or you've just recently discovered the magic, this podcast is for you. You can find Tales from the Mouse House Disneyland Podcast at www. Talescast.com and in iTunes. And remember, make, make it, it a, a Mickey, Mickey day. day. 
Hey there, MASH fans, this is Meds. Now, as you know, both myself, Al and Kenny have our own individual podcasts, and mine is called Waffle on Podcast, and we talk about classic television programmes and films from around the world. So if you think that's your cup of tea, or cup of coffee, whichever you like, then come over to iTunes and type in Waffle on Podcast. Or, of course, you can go to our main site, which is at Podbean, so just type in waffleon.podbean.com. We would be honoured if you join us. That was the scene in California's Mojave Desert five years ago. Our historic first view of the newcomer's ship. Theirs was a slave ship carrying a quarter million beings bred to adapt and labor in any environment. But they've washed ashore on Earth with no way to get back to where they came from. And in the last five years, the newcomers have become the latest addition to the population of Los Angeles. Alienation, the Newcomers Podcast, is a fan cast devoted to the groundbreaking but short-lived TV series Alienation. This series tackles social issues like racism, bigotry, and intolerance with an alien twist. Each month, we will bring you a podcast dedicated to a single episode. The host will give you their thoughts on the episode, as well as some little-known behind-the-scenes information. So please subscribe to Alienation, the Newcomers Podcast on iTunes, or visit our website at alienationpodcast.com. MASH 4077 Podcast is a Geeky Fanboy production and has a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, works 3.0 United States license. All rights reserved. It's the 70s. Written by... The original... Oh my gosh. And in that last one... Oh, and in that... I had to give you something. Thank you.